What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fan-Sided Podcast Network. Now... Please welcome your host, Adam Patrick. All right. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for The Viking Age. Before we get started today, make sure to follow The Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at The Viking Age, and you can follow the site's Facebook page, by heading to facebook.com slash the Viking Age. All right, on today's show, we've got the second part of my conversation with Trevor Squire. He covers the Vikings for heavy.com. Um, in this part you will hear today, you will get to hear about Trevor's experiences as a Vikings fan. Uh, it was a really good conversation, so just make sure to check that out. But before we get to that, I wanted to get to the crazy day that went on with the Vikings today, today being Monday. Okay, so the so first the day began with NFL Network's James Jones reporting that Daniil Hunter was going to attend Vikings mandatory minicamp this week. So that was already huge news. And then a little later, NFL Media's Ian Rappaport reported that Hunter and the Vikings have agreed to a reworked contract that gives him a nice little pay boost this year but it also allows the Vikings to potentially get out of his deal in 2022 if things you know, go poorly in 2021. So that was great. Everyone was happy. The day was already great with all that news. But then, in the middle of all that, Jack Day of KFAN and the Vikings Wire reported that the Vikings were attempting to reunite with former defensive tackle Sheldon Richardson. The report was later confirmed by ESPN's Field Yates and NFL Media's Ian Rappaport. So shout out to Jack for getting that info out there first. So it was just a really fun day to be a Vikings fan with Hunter, you know, now officially returning and Sheldon Richardson potentially being added to the roster. Uh, Mike Zimmer's defense really has a chance to be one of the best in the entire NFL next season. So it is, it's just a completely different unit compared to last season. And it's clear that, that Zimmer was not about to head into another season with a defense that was just full of inexperience. So let's just, let's just go over some of the guys who could be starting for the Vikings next season, because I'm just looking at this list and it's, it's getting a little ridiculous. Uh, So we've got Daniel Hunter, Dalvin Tomlinson, Michael Pierce, Anthony Barr, Eric Kendricks, Patrick Peterson, Bashad Breland, Mackenzie Alexander, Xavier Woods, and Harrison Smith. This group of players that Minnesota currently has on their defense has the potential to be the best defensive unit this team has had under Mike Zimmer. Even better than the 2017 defense. That defense was very good, but this defense just, the potential is just sky high with with this this defense 
you know, with Sheldon Richardson possibly being part of the defense, there's talk of the Vikings maybe using sort of a, a 3-4 hybrid formation with Richardson and Tomlinson at the defensive end spots, Pierce at the nose tackle, and Barr and Hunter rushing on the edge at the outside linebacker spots. I mean, come on. Like, yes, Aaron Rodgers is still not going to want to come back if he finds out, you know, everything that happened today with the Vikings. So, yeah, this it's just getting very exciting to talk about this Vikings team and what they're cap- what they could be capable of next year. So, okay, so we currently know it's June and and there's a lot, a lot of time until the season kicks off. You know, but with the players that the Vikings have added on defense this offseason, how can they not be viewed as a contender next season? I mean, we haven't even talked about the offense. We haven't even talked about Dalvin Cook or Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins, Irv Smith Jr. We haven't even talked about that. This is all defense we're talking about. So, but, you know, out of all of the years, Mike Zimmer has been the Vikings head coach. This year's roster might be the most talented he's ever coached. Will it result in the Vikings finally winning a Super Bowl? Uh, it's a little too early to predict that, but you know, the Vikings certainly have enough talent on their roster right now to compete with some of the top teams in the NFL. There's, they just do. You know, it's shaping up to be a very exciting season for the Vikings, and Week One just can't get here soon enough. It really can't. So, but that's gonna do it for me uh, for today. Vikings minicamp begins on Tuesday. Daniel Hunter will be there. Maybe Sheldon Richardson, too. So we will talk about all of that, everything that goes on there on the next episode. But until then, here is the second part of my conversation with Heavy.com's Trevor Squire. All right. So we could talk about some some of the things going on Vikings OTAs and and rea- overreact to guys making plays in shorts and no no pads, but we're not going to do that. Instead, I'm gonna I want to get into some talk about your experiences as a Vikings fan. So mm-hmm. uh, does that sound good to you? Yeah, it sounds great. All right. So, at what age do you think you decided to be a Vikings fan? Probably so. This was well. How old are you right now? I'm 27 right now. Okay. Um. So 2008, I would have been 14. Okay. Yeah. So 14. Yeah. Adrian Adrian Peterson is who, yep. you know, who had me sitting down watching Vikings games every mm-hmm. Sunday. Um. So yeah, right around that age. But you know, it was always on the TV, and I would I would check it out for sure. But you know, I started you know, kind of started falling in love with the game and, and the mm-hmm. players in each position and just starting to pay more attention at that age. Are you from Minnesota? Yep. Yeah. I'm uh, I was born, um, I mean, I was born in like mercy hospital in Coon Rapids, but, uh, I grew up about an hour North of the, of the twin cities. Okay. Um, what was your earliest Vikings memory? Like you said you became a fan probably around 2008, but was there, was there maybe something before then that even you remember, or was it, Maybe after that, because, you know, something significant happened in 2009. <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah, again, 2009 season that I feel like that is like the start of my Vikings fandom, like yeah. of all my my true memories. Yep. Um, 
you know, obviously uh, New Orleans Saints uh, fiasco over yeah. there. But I just I remember watching the game with like, you know, my high school girlfriend and mm-hmm. she, you know, uh, she's she wasn't like a huge sports fan. But, you know, mm-hmm. once the once the Vikings started doing good, she was she was all on board mm-hmm. and she was just like punching my chest just like wow. it's not fair like it's rigged they're cheating <laughs> well they kind of were yeah well and yeah she, she, she <laughs> more than me at the time i was just like relax like yeah, everything yeah, yeah. fine trying to be a voice of reason but uh yeah, yeah no that that's like that is that memory is ingrained in my brain for sure oh, um yeah. other than the vasante shanko uh touchdown the walk-off touchdown basically against the 49ers in week two that season that was when i was hooked and was i was watching or was that was that greg lewis in the back greg, the yeah yes yes it wasn't yeah. yeah um yeah that was ridiculous i think i was living in um i was i just graduated college i was in living in phoenix arizona that time and i listened to that greg lewis play on the radio because i was like mm-hmm. doing some work or something somewhere I remember hearing it be like going crazy in my car, like listening to a game on the radio. Like it doesn't even seem like it seems like forever ago because who does that mm-hmm. these days anymore? Yeah. But uh, that that was that. And then I kind of storm- similarly similarly had you know my fandom began probably ninety seven, um, but not didn't really ramp up until ninety eight when you know the magical ninety eight team mm-hmm. happened and Randy Moss and. The NFC Championship and all that stuff. So it's kind of similar uh, to yours. So what was your first Vikings jersey? Uh, first Vikings jersey, I, I bought it when I was like 20 years old at a, at a thrift store. Um, it's totally unofficial. No, no, uh, no, like verified tags on it or anything. It just looks like a, uh, you know, like a peewee league, mm-hmm. uh, like, like pullover jersey basically Faded. but it, it's uh you know it's a it's a purple and yellow yellow striped sleeved uh warren moon jersey number one on the back away jersey uh yep Don't, yeah yeah oh yeah there you go they gotta bring those back i like i like those mm-hmm. yeah late, me too I, I would like to see the dark dark helmets again too yeah. from that 2009 season i think they're this summer they're discussing the, the there's a one shell rule in the nfl and they're just they're gonna discuss getting rid of that because i think you know COVID happened, they're like, let's find ways to make more money, so let's bring back throwback jerseys. Um, I think that would be a good idea to do that. Um, is there any piece of Vikings clothing or, or something else Vikings related that maybe you obsessed over when you were younger? Hmm. De- yeah, definitely like a... It was my neighbor's... Uh, it was like a, a ceremonial or like memorabilia like football from Randy Moss's rookie season. Oh boy. And that was like a whole summer of just a feud in the neighborhood of like, you know, <laughs> we would play with it and then someone oh, would take no. it home and You'd then just go it. like AWOL for like a week. Oh no. They're like, oh no, I didn't have it. I gave it to someone else. <laughs> I, I don't know where that, where that ball landed. Uh, it's not in my possession. I swear. Most people's dads are probably like, just hide it. We'll, we'll keep it. Yeah, we'll for real. Um, speaking of memorabilia, do you have any Vikings memorabilia? now or or did you have any in the past no i mean i've I, i've kept like new newspaper scraps yeah, like over yeah. the years i've I've kept yeah. some some stories that i've written up but you know that's just more like personal things and yeah. not like shining moments yeah. of the vikings franchise you don't have like a piece of the field from the minnesota miracle or anything like that oh no <laughs> <laughs> 
I um, wish I could have gotten a Metrodome share though. Or Metrodome. Oh, all right. That would have been cool. You or get the the trough or whatever you put that put that in your, <laughs> your home. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, have you ever been to a Vikings game? Um, and if so, how many? And which one was the most enjoyable? Well, I've only been to one. Okay. And it was unbearable. And then <laughs> no. the most enjoyable experience I've had as a football fan. Oh um, wow! It was it was at TCF Stadium. Was that 2014 or 2015 uh, against the Jets? Oh yeah, overtime. Yeah, Jarius right. It's it was funny because I was there with like four friends. Two of them left. I think it's 2014. Yeah, I think I that's think so, what, that was Teddy's first year. I feel like. Um, but yeah, two of my friends left because it was unbearably cold. Yeah, <laughs> like they were so, they were not like, prepared for it. They like you Minnesota know, they, in December. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they were not prepared for it. Uh, me and my other friend, we stuck with it and. Yeah, that that just little screen pass. He took it eighty some yards, like yeah. to the house. Like, oh, yeah. it was like, yeah, just everyone jumping and shouting. Like me being in the in, yeah at the field. It was yeah. pretty empty, to be honest. I think a lot of people <laughs> left at halftime. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, we've uh, we've been spoiled a bit with indoor. Wasn't football. Percy Harvin on the Jets that game? I feel like he was. I feel like yes, because that was our appeal. That's why we're like, hey, we got to go see the De- Jets. We got to go see Percy. Yeah. I I can't. Maybe he had like three catches. Yeah, three catches, nineteen he, yards. That's what I'm gonna He might have. I think he had a touchdown. But he yeah, did? he didn't. He didn't do a whole lot. Um, have you ever been to Vikings training camp? I have not, and I had meant to go back when it was at Mankato. Okay. Which you know that that trip was sort of like the mecca for Vikings fans. Yeah. I'm really I'm really upset. I never got the chance to go. Um, now I live in Chicago, so mm-hmm. it's a little more difficult for me mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to make it out to Egan. But I've been to TCO Performance Center before for like covering high school games. And yeah. I mean, it's it's completely immaculate over there. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I wonder what that experience is like now because it's just uh, it seems, you know, they kind of uh, cookie they, they've rung in the cattle a little bit into a much yeah. smaller space versus the, the Mankato campus. Yeah. And it's probably just easier for everyone on the team uh just to be mm-hmm. closer closer to home uh, with their families and stuff yeah, um yeah. do you watch well you probably do now because you cover the team but do you watch preseason games yeah yeah i even even back in the day i I would watch them um just because um i mean i've just had friends who were they've been very embedded in the culture and they would always talk about a few of these guys that you have to watch on the fourth string guys yeah yeah <laughs> This guy, he's gonna be the next Moss. Who was uh, was it Michael? Was it Michael Mowdy or, or Audie Cole? Remember that guy? Yes, the linebacker. Yeah, yeah I remember him. And like, being, everyone was like, "Oh, he's he's gonna be good." And then you're like, "No, he's not." <laughs> um, what is the most money you've ever spent on something Vikings related? So it can be like clothing, game memorabilia, you know, whatever you think, whatever you can think of. Um. Hmm. Probably, I mean, the tickets for that Jets game were, I'm going to say like 26 bucks. They were dirt cheap. Wow, like, really? We're playing in the cold. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, I think that's generally it. Most of my most of my Vikings memorabilia, it's like, you know, it's throwback wear. Yeah. It's, it's, it's thrifted. I actually have a great, I, I forgot to mention this. I have a great like starter Vikings jacket. Oh, yeah. There you it's go. like black, yellow, purple. Oh wow! I, I love that thing. I wear it every day in Chicago. Uh, <laughs> when 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 we're doing well, um, but you know, uh, in the if summer, we're, if we're doing poor, I might I might uh, I might get some Bears fans who 
started throwing rocks or snowballs mm. at me or something. Yeah. I like I like Chicago though. That's good. It's a good city. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone's everyone's great to talk to and, and banter with. They get it yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's like a it's a big city, but mm-hmm. you get that, that Midwest vibe. Like Yeah, yeah. It's very blue collar too. Yeah. Some areas. Um, yeah. Um what was a time when the Vikings made you angry? Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, that's a one. good question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's multiple. So this this actually was uh pre my my fandom that I you know that I had said earlier, mm, but yeah. the uh the Randy Moss release for sure. Mm, the trade when they traded him? Yep, yeah, the, the trade. trade. I that was actually see now I'm I'm remembering so you're the, what, like ten? Two thousand ten? No, like I'm. Oh. You were. Oh yeah, like, yeah. What, I was. I was ago? really young. I remember yeah. being in a in a diner with my dad, and um, you know, a little like newspaper cage, and I saw that yeah. Childress had been fired after that move, and I'm like, like, whoa! I didn't even know this. Oh happened. wait, no, you're talking about 2010, when he, when yeah, when the Vikings went. Yeah. I'm oh, thinking okay, of. You're right. I'm, you're right. I'm thinking yeah. of 2006 when the Vikings traded Moss to the Raiders, but you're talking about when he yeah, came yeah. back for the second time mm-hmm. and Childress released him after like three or four games. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think at the I same think, time, it's like, I wasn't a fan to watch Moss in his prime. I mean, right. I, I, I saw him, but I wasn't, it's kind of like LeBron James. It's like, now I feel like I'm constantly playing catch up. So uh-huh. Moss being back on the Vikings was me playing catch up on enjoying him play, even though he was well out of his prime. And then that happened. And I'm like, yeah, I was, I was definitely furious. Yeah. I feel like LeBron's been playing my whole life because <laughs> I remember watching him play his high school game. He had some high school games that were on ESPN like yep. way back in the day. And I remember watching those and him being just like ridiculous back then. Um, and now he's, you know, everyone hates him because he's so good. Um, when did the Vikings give you the most joy? Minneapolis Miracle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hands down, that was like, screaming jumping up and down like my friend's living room oh, i uh i was i mean i wasn't supposed to be at that game but um i i thought there'd be a chance of it because i uh i had written a story about like the you know the new um seat licenses for mm-hmm. season tickets and i i met i i connected with a farmer who he was gonna be there i'm like oh am i actually getting to the stadium a like farmer yeah, he he lives uh, way out in southwestern Minnesota, but he's okay. had season tickets for okay. you know decades. Yeah, and yeah, I, I thought there would be a chance I would I would get to meet him because <laughs> uh, we were supposed to get a photo, and yeah. it just it never happened. Well, that's probably better that I like for those moments like that. I'm I'm like I know it was probably cool to be there, but at the same time, I'm like it's probably better that I was at home, got to see like the whole like view, get to see the, all the replays, get to hear the reactions and play calls. And yeah, definitely jump around but i'm sure it was a crazy environment to to be a part of because i know i know some people that were there were just like it was ridiculous mm-hmm. um how long does it take you take for you to get over a vikings loss um hmm i would say you know sometimes just because i've been covering sports for so yeah. long i can i can usually remove myself from from it a little bit yeah but um, you know, like since starting heavy on Vikings, I've sort of redevoted myself to oh, yeah. like a fan base because I, you know, understanding your fans is the best way to like produce material yeah. that they that they truly want. So 
You may, you know, Wait, I think not, they were. You're not writing trade Adam Thielen articles every day. No, no, that's me. I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll. Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes you know, if if someone puts it out there, like yeah. Cleveland, the Cleveland's biggest newspaper actually had like a legitimate source who who claimed that uh, that mm. was that could have oh, been yeah. happening. Yep. Um, yeah, I remember that. But uh, you know, generally, I think there were some games last year that I was I was pretty bent out of shape. Like I didn't even want to write that See, night Hawks. preparing for Monday. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was rough. Yeah, I think I used to I used to be like that too. Like on if on Mondays or Tuesdays, whenever the day after I lost, I used to just be miserable. Um, but now I got two little kids, and I just don't have time to be miserable. Mm-hmm. I can I, <laughs> I'll, I'll be mad for like an hour or two but then you know i'll have to like change some diapers here and there or whatever yeah and, like i just i have more important things to worry about than a game but yeah back in the day i used to get so mad yeah, um well, i mean it's good don't like we all have other things going on to a degree oh yeah but, you know and, for me for me fully getting over it, i just need a night's sleep and then yeah it's a it's a clean slate maybe maybe a drink you know <laughs> um if given the choice, would you rather watch a Vikings game at a bar or at your home? Definitely at home. Yeah. I I went to one Vikings game at a bar here and uh it was so it was it was the Vikings, yeah, it was it was a Vikings bar in Chicago. Yeah. They were playing the, the Eagles, of course. Oh, I was okay. there with a friend from Philadelphia. It wasn't the NFC Championship game, was it? No, no, no. This oh, was shit. uh this is two years ago when when was Kirk the, tore was them the, up. The Linval uh where he picked up scoop and score all the way where he ran all the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah. And you know, these these Eagles fans, like yeah. they are they might be away from home, but like they are still just oh, so intense. Yeah, it was Philly. not a fun environment. <laughs> and frankly, like I don't want to be standing watching a game for three hours and yeah. like forcing myself to drink because there's nothing else to do. Overpaying for drinks too. Yeah, true. Um, when you can just sit at home and drink. And yeah, I prefer not worry about for sure. rides or driving or, or anything like I that. I usually got like two feeds up. Like I'm watching plays back to back. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're um, watching Red Zone and stuff. And yeah, yeah. Um, do you get nervous before Vikings games? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Espe- yeah, I mean, especially this past year with you know all the COVID, like oh, with the COVID yeah. list. There's just like I'm like, is are people going to be activated? Is something going to happen day of? Oh yeah, didn't Thielen miss a game? Because uh, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there was a lot of that for sure. And you know, like I, we want the team to do good, and like there's, it was just so up in the air with everyone, yeah. and and the rules just seem so so vague at times too. It's like, oh, they're supposed to. Yeah, they were kind of going along. They were kind of making them up as they they went along. Yeah, I mean that's like, that's what the NFL was doing from day one. They yeah. they were not nearly as prepared as other sports organizations. No, and I think they were kind of they they were kind of one of the first sports to kind of just play their season though with yep. with COVID going on. Um, so the NBA and all the other ones had that, and baseball had the opportunity to watch what the NFL was doing and kind of make sure they weren't doing that stuff. Um, yeah, I would have been a fan had they done had they done like the hub sort of like like a bubble. Yeah, I mean, just yeah. like you know, maybe a month where you know certain te- like if, if the Vikings are doing area. their a- their AFC yeah. tour or something like that, yeah. or their NFC East tour, then they they would just stay like somewhere there. But yeah. you know, I think that's a lot on teams, and you know, these guys have families. Yeah. Like, yeah, should I'd- be fun. Uh, should be fun this year. At least there'll be fans in the stadium. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, 
Do you have a favorite food or drink that you like to have while you watch a Vikings game? Mm, I mean, I'm normally just like, lately it's just been oats and bananas. Like that's, <laughs> I, I eat my oatmeal every day. Um, okay. Oh no. Okay. And now, now I'm recalling because it's Sunday morning. I always get banh mi. What's that? Uh, it's like a French Vietnamese oh, uh, yeah, sandwich. Yeah, I know yeah. what that is. I've had it before. Yeah, um, so I'm usually eating that with uh with with a uh, iced coffee from there. It's like adult chocolate milk. It's so good. <laughs> um, I yeah, I know what that is. I think I've just never heard it actually pronounced. I've seen it on m- menus and stuff a bunch of times, but I've never just heard somebody. Yeah, well, I mean, Minneapolis has a huge Vietnamese yeah. community, so you know, I think it's just kind of been around. Yeah, I think I actually I've had been it around it at a barbecue place in like upstate New York. So I have no idea why it was there, but it was good. Um. What current or former Vikings player would you love to see a documentary about? Hmm. That's a good question. Because we've already seen, what, Randy Moss. He had the 30 for 30. There's been a couple of football lives. He had Chris Carter. I think John, John, John Randall would be awesome. If they have, yeah. if they have a, a ton of, like, you know, footage that's been unseen, like, he was just a character. <laughs> and, yeah. Understatement. He was just so year, fun. Yeah. Yeah. He he was he was having fun on the field and it'd be it'd be fun to just watch him uh kind of relive one one like relive his playing years and also just see like I, I hope they just have a ton of that stuff like yeah. just in a in a storage locker somewhere that they unveil. His opponents didn't have fun, but yeah. <laughs> um has there ever been a time where you have ever thought about giving up on the Vikings and rooting for a different team? No. I mean that's just that's un-Minnesotan. Mm-hmm. Like we we are we're here, we're in it for the long haul and all the complaining that comes with it. Like this is, it's just like the winters, like people stay for the winters. We, yeah. we stick with our teams to complain about them until they, you know, until they prove us wrong. Hopefully. <laughs> Who are the four Vikings that you would put on your own personal Mount Rushmore? And they can only be on there if they have played on the team since you were born. What year were you? Since I was born. All right. So, Moss. When you were when were you born? Ninety four. Ninety four. Okay. Yeah. See, this is this is gonna be. I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely fail this this (laughs) test of of Vikings players in this span. But you know, Moss for sure. Um. Hmm. That guy that got you into the Vikings. Yeah. Of course, Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm going to need your help with this one. Um, that guy who had 22 sacks in a season before? Or 69. Jared Allen? Jared yeah. Allen? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, he, you know, yeah, he's still, he kind of had that journeyman thing. But You um, think so? Oh, after, well, kind of after he left the Vikings, he was with yeah. the, the Bears. and How many and years Panthers. was he with us? I can't remember. A good chunk. Like six or eight. He was with the Vikings the longest, I feel six like. Six or eight, maybe? Five or six, yeah. I think he came in 2000. Seven or two thousand eight, and then he was gone after the two thousand twelve season, I believe. Okay, yeah, I was, I was thinking six for sure. Um, two thousand, yep, two thousand eight to two thousand thirteen. Okay, so he was there for eight, six years. Six okay. Years. Yeah. Um, after that, let's throw Marcus Sherrill's up there. Marcus, <laughs> Rochester, born and raised. You know he. Like that's that's his that's his land that's his. That's Mr. His consistent. Turf. He he, you know he didn't 
he I think he brought up a couple punt returns back, but he was never, you know, the most explosive player out in the field. God, I felt bad for him when he actually had to play cornerback. Um <laughs> Yeah. And then Um I mean, you think about it, it's like how many I mean, Devin Hester, obviously, like mm-hmm. he's a he's a Hall of Fame returner for sure. But I'm like, how many guys who couldn't actually play a primary position else, yeah. like have made the Hall of Fame? Like how many strict punt returners well, have there been? So, you know, is, you, you have to pa- excel athletically to is to Patterson even, that way. Do you feel like because? Yeah, yeah, definitely can play. He's, he's been trying to sell day? the whole running back thing yeah, for a while. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, you're still like you're three yards of carry. I think he's in the Hall of Fame, though. I think when he's done, he's just yeah. I think so. No, he's he's never no one along with Hester. Like, yeah, Patterson's probably more deserving than Cheryl's. It's just as far as like his output, but yep. you know, Cheryl's is Minnesotan. Cheryl's can go in the the Ring of Honor or whatever. Yeah, the, the Vikings. Yeah, have, definitely for sure. Um, which three NFL teams do you enjoy rooting against the most? Um, Packers, obviously. I d- I just love to antagonize. The Packers yeah. fan base, the the franchise itself, you know, like it's you have to respect what they've done and its history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll get off my soapbox there. Um, but uh, you know, after that, um, Patriots. I'm just like they're too good. <laughs> even even still, no. I I true. I've 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 had a lifelong you know, animosity towards the Patriots, but now I can, you know, I can root for them a bit with Cam Newton and them being a, a defense first team for yeah. once. Um, trying to think of a good third. Um, they play in Louisiana. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, <laughs> I just, I just love, especially like new Orleans. Like it's just a play. It's like a, a lawless city. Like, Oh yeah. All the all the fan videos that come out from there. Obviously, the Eagles too. Eagles are kind of mm, a. Mm-hmm. I would say yeah, New Orleans and and Philadelphia are kind of like tied for third for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the fan base probably uh, influences that too. Yeah, exactly. Well. I, I'm I'm talking bad about New Orleans fans, but really they're just sulking in bars. You got <laughs> Eagles fans throwing batteries at Santa, sucker punches and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which three NFL players do you enjoy rooting against the most? Um. Hmm. See, I just like I just enjoy watching them. Why you gotta Why you gotta pit me against these guys? Um, I have to. Let's see. I definitely like. Yeah, I mean, I like rooting against uh, Tom Brady, even though yep. you know the Super Bowl. I he always seems to kind of win me over with what he does. Yeah, which is it's a nice you know it's a nice challenge, kind of challenging myself there. Um. You know, I think Devontae Adams for sure. I mean, I, also, I love watching Aaron Rodgers. Like, when, when our pass rush is actually effective, I love watching him run for his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, expect, you know, those two guys are kind of who I'm, I'm always looking for to, mm-hmm. to, you know, at least the Vikings to kind of beat up on them a bit. All right, so say a young kid comes up to you and tells you they're considering being a Vikings fan. What would you tell them? don't (laughs) it's painful um no i mean i would i would you know it'd be be, uh i I would i'd put them on to randy moss uh you know just you just question them like every five seconds are you sure like are you sure like are you sure yeah it's (laughs) it's painful but like also it's like you know uh 
we're we're a small market, so anyone yep. anyone rooting for this team. I mean, granted, we actually do have a fan base that's pretty like, oh know, yeah, that's all over, well, well spread across the country. But yeah. you know, for the most part, our core is here. You don't have you don't have a ton of people jumping ship like right. like New York or it's not like the Steelers, Los Angeles teams, Packers, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I just I think Vikings fans. I was reading today like that the Vikings have been they just don't have a lot of losing seasons. They've had like, I think like five, I read today, like five or six with 10 losses or more. That's it in their entire history. They just, wow. they're competitive almost every year, which. Well, yeah, we've won. We're, we're probably top. I think they won the most. I think they have the highest winning percentage of the teams that have never won a Super Bowl. Oh, I, I can believe that for sure. Which I is, think, I think we're top five. It's so annoying. And yeah, I think we're top five in division titles. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, All time. And. You know, I think those are things that we lean on as fans. But then, you know, at the end of the day, it's like people are gonna people are gonna ask like where your rings at. And yeah, so people are like, I mean, that's well, kind of the pain of it all. And I'm like, I go back and forth all the time. I'm like, would I rather want to be like have a season where you know we're the Browns or the Lions and go 0 and 16 and then win a Super Bowl in a couple of years, or would I want to have the team like the Vikings where you feel like they have a chance every year? Um. I feel like I'd want the Vikings. Like Super Bowl, yes, obviously would be great. But I just want my team to be competitive every week. I don't want to go into I, I hated those seasons like 20 what, 11 and, yeah. and 2013 where mm-hmm. like after week 8 I definitely it's checked like, out for a little bit. Yeah, it's like what's the point of this? Why am I even like sitting down to watch this where I feel like every year Mike Zimmer's been here it's been like okay, they're in the playoff hunt at least mm-hmm. Until the very end, and like yeah, even even last year, last year was was horrible yep. by like a lot of standards, and it still came down to week seventeen. Yep. Yeah, so I think it's weird saying it because obviously we would love the Vikings to win a Super Bowl, but I think I if if it required them to be so terrible for so many yeah, years, just sell just to, out for it. Yeah, I I don't think I'd want that. Um, but speaking of a Super Bowl. Will you cry when the Vikings win the Super Bowl? Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. I think, uh, especially being a dad now, that's probably going to happen to me too. Mm-hmm. A lot more a lot more emotional with uh, with kids. It's, oh, so, yeah. it's so weird. Um, just like random things. You're like, wow, it's so amazing. I was like looking at pictures of my oldest son like from a year ago and he was one and had like, way less hair and stuff and i'm like oh he's so little um and it's just like okay i gotta stop looking at this or else i'm gonna start crying <laughs> um but that was great uh that'll do it for today's show um trevor where can people follow you on twitter um you can find me at trevor t-r-e-v-o-r-d squire s-q-u-i-r-e um you can also find heavy on vikings on facebook um, all of our content is going there. We got a lot of videos and, uh, you know, a lot of fun stuff coming up in the off season. At least we're, we're, we're trying to make it fun for everyone, but right yeah. now it's a little on edge, of course. Coming into the, the rough months for, yep. for everybody, for sure. You know, training camp will be here before we know it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thanks again for coming on. Uh, make sure to follow the Viking age on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe to this podcast on the Apple podcast app, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. But until next time, We will talk to you later.
credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.